Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week to discuss the week that was, week seven in the NFL, is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, son. All right, great. Well, let's talk about week seven. And it started off with, uh, we were uh, talking about it uh as we recorded last week, uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs, at the time, um, it was a pretty close game. Uh, I think Chiefs were up by three when we were recording. Um, and then the end of the game happened. Um, <laughs> the never-ending end of the game. The never-ending. How many plays with 0-0-0 uh, zero, zero, zero on the clock? Three? Well, there was two with 0-0, zero, zero, I believe, but I think there were four total with less three seconds. That's unbelievable. Um, penalties um, kept... The, defensive penalties. Yeah, def- can't end the game on that. Defensive penalties uh, continued. Um, the Raiders uh, right at the goal line, um, and they finally uh, Michael Crabtree, I believe, had the uh, winning score, and uh, right. they pulled ahead thirty-one thirty at home in Oakland against the um, the slightly now, falling if you Chiefs. Had the, if you had Kansas City with three and a half, you were ahead. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. Boom! You weren't covering the spread anymore, which is, which is unbelievable, quite honestly. Um, but they, you know, in a season where Oakland was to dominate, uh, the Chiefs had dominated, and now it seems like the Raiders, minus of course, minus Marshawn Lynch, now, um, are now seem to be slightly surging. Uh, Marshawn Lynch suspended for a week for pushing a ref after Marcus Peters uh, knocked. There was Carr. no accidental contact. No accidental contact on who, Peters or Lynch? No, talking about Lynch. I mean, what were you doing leaving the bench to go put your hands on a ref? I mean, I think one game is extremely mild. Right. Well, it looked like he shoved him, and then in the next motion, he tried to unshove him. Like, it was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 I didn't mean oh, to. But Yeah, how many second chances do we need? <laughs> well, you're very right about that. That's for sure. Uh <laughs> So that was that game. Uh, other games around the league, uh, the Jets had a golden opportunity to win again, but they lost uh, 31-28 in Miami. Um, McCown threw an uh, interception late in the game, which two interceptions, one that uh, allowed the Dolphins to take the lead after they were up 21-7. They were up by two touchdowns at one point, and then the second interception allowed the game to end, and the Dolphins went on to win. Uh, Jay Cutler got knocked out in that game. Matt Moore came in in relief. Yeah, what, what happened to him? Uh, I, I didn't see that. You know, I didn't see it at all, but it's Cutler. Okay. I think he's got a Kerry Collins disease where he, he gets retired. He's retired. They bring him back, and then he gets, you know, like Kerry Collins got a terrible concussion when he came back and played right. for the um, for the Colts that one year when Peyton went down. And it was none right. too happy. So, um the snaps are over, but the checks keep coming. That's for certain. Um, 
Well, we see what Brett Hudley can do in his first uh, game, and it wasn't wasn't a lot. Uh, Aaron Jones was the one, not Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Jones was the one who kept uh, uh, the Packers in the game, but they ended up losing 26-17 to at home against the Saints. Um, yeah, Brett Hundley is not, he's not, he's not quite ready for prime time, but, uh, Drew Brees is. Um, Colts are terrible. Jaguars win 27, nothing. So are the Browns. But that was the Jaguars on off and that was an on week. And that was an on. So good luck next week to them. <laughs> uh, Titan, they're, they're on a bye. Titans win in overtime 12 to nine against the Browns in an all field goal game. Um, Bills hold off the... The Titans, the Titans are, you know, disappointing this year. They are. Well, that defense is supposed more, to... More was expected. Yeah, well, the defense is supposed to be vaulted, and, um, yeah, j- uh, you know, Mike... Carter got hurt. Yeah, Mike, Marcus Mariota. I don't think Mike Williams is... Not Mike Williams. Um, Corey Davis? Corey Davis has not been, uh, yeah. what you call a first-round, uh, right. uh, first-round performer. Um... Yeah, Bills pull out a win at home against the Buccaneers, thirty to twenty-seven, kicking a late now, field goal. Now they got the Raiders coming in. Oh boy, we'll get to that. Uh, Rams continue their winning ways, thirty-three to nothing over the Cardinals. Uh, Jared Goff is having a really good season so far. Um, right. Zeke, yep, right. They're, they're, they're a threat. Ezekiel Elliott woke up and just before he might get, uh, you know, finally have to go into a suspension. He won, uh, but apparently not. 147 yards rushing, two or three touchdowns, I forget. Um, and yeah. they, uh, that will. Yeah, Cowboys won 40-10 to 10 against the Niners. Steelers win again as well. Uh, Giants, after they win one week, uh, back to their losing ways, lose 24-7 to 7 at home. Um, they just they can't get it together. I'm really surprised that nobody's talking about Ben McAdoo losing his job. Jerry Reese had to come out and say, "Hey, I take responsibility. This is my team. I was the roster put together." And in, and then in the same breath talks about, "Well, they believe their hype. I think that the players well, need to do better." Well, you know, better. it's the eleven and five hangover. That's what's keeping them all working. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, if that was four and twelve, yeah, they'd probably be gone, right? I I think so. Uh, I'm... Yeah. But how did none of us see it coming? We figured they patched up enough to keep going. Yeah. And they can't can't run the ball. Got they, problems. They can't run the ball. Well, I, I I don't know. I think it's just I I'm. Yeah, I I just can't believe that uh, Rogers Cromartie would get into a fight, and you know it's obvious McAdoo kind of has lost. He's lost the locker room, and yes, I understand there's injuries, but still. I mean, this is a problem. Um, yeah, I'm no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, they got to win to solve these problems. Nothing else solves it. No, no. Chargers actually won a game, 21 to nothing at home. Uh, Patriots yep. beat up on the Falcons, 23-17. And uh, the Eagles continue their winning ways, 34 to 24 over the Redskins. And they lost their left tackle. Yes. Um, Oh, what's his so name? That that's no small problem. Is that Jason Peters? I think that might have been. Yes. J- yes. Yes. Yeah. So let's see if they move the right tackle over, or they put in this obvious, you know, <laughs> you know, the replacement is is not the man. No, no, definitely is not. Um, all right. But we'll see. Now Carson will just uh, move around more. This is Further true. Confuse the league. All right, Carson Wentz. He is. He is. He is really good. Fun to watch. Yes, he is. So let's talk about the week upcoming. Uh, currently, week eight is going on with the Ravens and the um, Dolphins playing right now. 
Uh, the Dolphins are picking up where they left off. <laughs> yeah, really. No, no, no. The Ravens are, uh, are holding them off right now in the early going. The uh, So what games are your best bets of the week? Well, I was looking at the Panthers. Carolina versus at Tampa Bay. Uh, Carolina uh, getting two on the road. Right. So I'm liking that. Okay. Now Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, this is a curse of death. I mean, because it's this is a very very difficult year for me. I mean, if you uh, you know go back to anything, they, you know, real tough. Um, I'm taking the um, Cowboys over the Redskins. Uh, Dallas in Washington. Uh, Dallas so that's, giving that's giving one and a half. Games. Giving one and a half. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Washington. I think it, I think Ezekiel will be the difference here too. Yeah, Cousins. It, it seems like they're they're trying to move the ball around. I mean, there's Doxson and Crowder and Pryor, but I mean, uh, you barely hear their names being called. You know. Right. They got problems. They're missing uh, McVay. He yeah. was a big part of that offense. He was. Now he's with the Rams, and they're, they're, they're knocking it out of the park. Rams have scored more points so far this season than they did all last season in total. Yeah. They might even lead the league for all I know. they got to be up there. Yeah. All right, so you like Carolina, you like Dallas. Yeah, I think I should stop there. Okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> hard. Any, any, anything stands out in your mind? Um, I'm interested to see what happens when the Rams go. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, that's the Chargers. For a second, I saw L.A. I was like, wait a minute, the Rams yeah. are going? No, 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 that's not going to work. Uh, the Rams are. And the on the Chargers bottom. been on a roll. They have, since but they, since they beat the Giants. But right? I mean, Philip Rivers, when it comes to Belichick, like Belichick just owns him. He really does. Yeah, yeah. Well, he always comes in with a misfit team. Right. You're talking about Oakland going into Buffalo. That's a team coming across. You know, they had a thing right. we, we talked about last week with the Seahawks coming across. Right. Since Pete Carroll's been their coach, um, the Seahawks have a winning record when traveling into the Eastern uh, Eastern okay. time zone. So I, I don't know the stats with Oakland under Del Rio or since a certain right. time. Right. But, yeah. Do you think they're back on track or they were lucky to just come back to win that thing? I think I think that this is going to be another grind out game. I uh, they're getting two and a half on the road. I could see that being a three point game, four point game, right. really close. I could that's see coin that. toss to you. Yeah, yeah, that's really really close there. I get it. Um, so that'd be interesting, but I mean, and the Steelers, the Steelers are back on a roll. No more retirement talk. No. No, 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 no. I guess that was uh, his version Bell of... came alive, Brown's okay. Yeah, I guess that was his... Well, except for Martavius Bryant, apparently. Martavius Bryant is finding his way out of Pittsburgh. It's not looking good for him out there. Uh, mm. So yeah, Pitts- How about your fantasy teams? Fantasy teams, I was 1-2 one and one and two last week. Um, Brady had an okay game. He didn't light the world on fire, which is totally fine. Yeah, they they won. I I figured they were going to beat the Falcons. You know, right. the Falcons are not not looking the way they should. That defense. They, they've got problems. Now the Falcons can can beat the Jets by four and a half. I, or the or the the whole mystique and all that's gone for the Falcons. Uh, the the mystique's gone. Uh, I I think that now that week to week and they are they do have a bit of a bullseye on their back. You know, as the NFC champions, um, they're getting a lot of right. a lot of looks. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, with my fantasy teams, uh, 
Aaron Rodgers being out has killed Jordy Nelson. Aaron Jones actually had a good game. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I mean, they were behind the whole game. He had like 21 rushing yards. It was terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. downhill. Yeah, I had to, with the Texans on the bye, I had to go with Blake Bortles, which didn't really work out for me. I'll tell you what, Amari Cooper, though, he had a big game. 210 yards receiving, two touchdowns. He, that helped. he did wake up. And, you know, he having, was killing us for weeks, and then he wakes up. Having Derek Carr back again uh, has helped him a lot. But Blake yeah, Bortles. Having their backs against the wall. Yeah, Blake Bortles really hurt me. So, And it's, it's, a, it's a thin week on the waiver wire this week. Not a lot of. Not a lot of choices out there. Um, you know, I, my whole bench, I mean, I've got, uh, I picked up Roger Lewis because I thought maybe, maybe if they got it yeah. together, he'd be a good one to pick up. Um, you know, Arizona and uh, the Giants and the Packers are all on a buy, so I'm scrambling. I picked up Josh Doxson because he is, you know, he seems to have the hot hand right now, but. That's about all they have. Yeah, yeah, this week. Which is Vernon Davis has lost a step. He it has to me what he says. And Jordan Reed is actually on the field, which pulls away from just about everybody else because Cousins love loves Jordan Reed. Yeah, yeah, but still, he's, you can see he's lost that first step. He can't get away from anybody, Vernon Davis. No, but look, I will gladly trade a fantasy loss in all three of my leagues if it means that the Chargers somehow pull out a win over Brady, or Brady just has just not a good game, and I'm totally okay. fine with that. That was the whole point of the season. So moving okay. over to let's move over to college football. Staying in football, but moving over to college. Penn State has now firmly um, posted itself up as the. Are there still non-believers out there? Well, they lambasted Michigan forty-two to thirteen in. But that's a nineteenth-ranked team. Well, now it's an unranked team, but at the time, it yeah, it was, I know. But this is John. This is you know. Harbaugh, this is, you know, Michigan, yeah. this is the, the maze and, yeah. and blue. And image, not substance. Well, and now they have staked their claim. Penn State is firmly entrenched as the number two team. Georgia behind them in third. You still have to say that Penn State is better than Georgia. Um, Notre Dame has... Oh, you, you look at that running back. He is so exciting. Oh, in Penn State, absolutely. Yeah. No, Franklin has turned that program around big time. Um Notre Dame has vaulted themselves up into the top ten. Uh, can the, you believe in them? Um, I don't know. I mean, personally, I can. I like them. You know, I am a right. Notre Dame fan. Right, right. Being an East Coast um, Irish heritage, you know, Notre Dame kind of runs. But they've been slumping off last few years. They have. They have. Well, it, they, they don't recruit the same way that they used to. The, the name right. has lost the mystique, and especially when you're playing, right. when you're an independent. And but you're in the uh, um, ACC and all the other leagues, but you know, and uh, Notre Dame has a network in NBC. They have a network contract, and they don't want to give that yeah. up and go to like ESPN or somewhere else. But they did beat up forty-nine to fourteen against the uh, the rivalry game against USC. The uh, yeah, they had it all their way. Uh, the previously ranked eleventh, now the twenty-first rank. Um, you know, Darnold is not as crisp as people are thinking. He might not be as polished. So maybe the Jets are actually dodging a bullet by not the sham for Sam. It might actually be better. Um, but Josh Rosen, a lot of people are still big on in well, UCLA. I, I think the Jets, you know, have proved a lot of people wrong so far. So, you know, maybe they are on the right track. Uh, maybe. Um, it, it it could happen. Um 
But yeah, Josh Rosen, he's the other one that's being, his name's being uh, bandied about over at UCLA. Um, I mean, right now, where is he? Um, putting his passing year. Um, yeah, he's got about, he's got 2,600 yards right now, 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. I mean, as a career, he's over, he's about um, two to one t- touchdown to interception rating in his, uh, um, in his college career, sure. yeah. So he might be the one better than than uh, Darnold, but only you time. You never know. You never know. Absolutely not. If the Browns knew, <sighs> if the Browns knew, uh, Deshaun Kaiser is no beat somebody. <laughs> if they did, still not the best zero six team. The Niners are, and they, you know that. You know, we were talking about how their point differential in their games was five very low. Games five in a row. But now, but then they gave they up thirty. Got blowed out. That's tough to do. So that's college football. Let's move over to the baseball. The World Series has started. Exciting. And the it, first pitch. And it is not the New York Yankees, but the Houston Astros. Home cooking. It was a home-and-home home series in the American League the Championship Yankees Series. The Yankees didn't win on the road. Well, one game, right? They're one and six on the road? They were one and six on the road, and they were uh, six and zero oh at home, which... Right. They those middle games, you know, worked in their favor for a little while, but not really. Houston was rocking. Justin Verlander, excuse me, Justin Verlander deserved his um, MVP honors for the uh, championship series. Two wins, uh, an ERA under one. Well, it's, it was crazy the way that that series went with with the Yankees because they were five. They were um, they won game one, right? Yep, they won game one, game three, and game five. And they couldn't put away the series. Because you said game one, game three, game five. You win those, you're most likely going to win that series. Well, anytime you win three games, you're likely to win. But they couldn't. They just couldn't win on the road. Oh, no, wait, they lost game one. I'm sorry, they right. lost game one in that series. My apologies. Yeah. Um, but they, they just couldn't win. But they won three. Then they won five, game five. Then you're like, whoa. How, how could they not but put it away? But then it came to a seven, so... Right, and um, just a fantastic... Winning first counts, matters. Yeah, it really does. And if you look back, I mean, Chapman blew a game in game two two that they should have won. And Sabathia tired out. Sabathia was going well, but then the bats came alive. Like, Houston really plays well at home. I mean, we know the Yankees play... exciting to watch. Yankees set a home record for most 51 wins at home, which is unbelievable. And you know True. their home run record at home in this season, so uh, they just couldn't. They just couldn't do it on the road in Houston. They had the defense; they were playing crisply. I mean, yes. mistakes on the base path, strikeouts left and right, which is what the Yankees' Achilles' heel was all season, and especially Judge. At home, they're great, but you know, on the road, yeah. not so. And it ended up costing Joe Girardi his job. Just came down the pike earlier today. Joe Girardi not will not return as the Yankee, uh, and it works and, out perfect because where will he end up with the Marlins? And uh, well, here's the thing, Jeter. Well, is it, yeah, the Rays or the Marlins? Which one Marlins. He owns the Marlins. Don't forget, yeah. Joe Girardi was the manager of the Marlins. He actually won Manager of the Year in I believe 2006, 2007. Well, do, do you think it's logical that would happen? I mean, it could. Uh, it's a new ownership. Jeter would hire him. I think Jeter would. Jeter does like Girardi. Uh, Jeter is a player's manager. Um, not to take anything away from Don Mattingly, but 
Don't forget, here's the other thing. Jeter has already basically said, like, uh, he, uh, in not so many words, he said, trust the process, like they are in Philadelphia with the Sixers. Like, they are going to be getting rid of some of these really good players because they are trying to then build up their farm system and have basically right, what right, you see. Right. They're going for it all. Long term. Right. So that means Stanton will probably be traded for like a dozen Ooh, prospects. That'd be great to have him. You know, Christian Yelich will probably be moved, uh, Echeverria and Osuna. And Stanton would be a huge draw. Stanton would be a very huge draw. And, you know, I, I mean, if you put two and two together, you kind of think that the Mets would be a team that's got to be in on it. In a, in a season going in next year where... Uh, oh, the fans are desperate for something. The fans are desperate, and we always talk about the back pages in New York, and it's the truth. The back pages of the Daily News and the New York Post um, with their sports section, I mean, it's all about who can make the bigger splash. I mean, the, sure, Yankee, sure. the Yankees are going to run away and hide with you know the fandom in New York and in the tri-state sure. area. So the, they the, got the, pieces to their puzzle already. The Wilpons are going to feel like they have to do something if... You know, if Alderson yeah. can make sure he can get a good deal, he's going to try and get Stanton because he knows that the pitching window will close eventually. Right. And there's no no more dangerous hitter than Giancarlo Stanton. Um, so, yeah, so Girardi's out, and you have to wonder, was because it was a club option, didn't ask him back. He brought this team. He's got over 200 more wins than losses as the Yankee manager. Right. Uh, this was a team that wasn't supposed to do much. Now, how much can you say that that's that's Girardi? I don't know. So you, yeah, so, so much for loyalty. Well, so much for loyalty. So either the relationship was so beyond repair, which, I mean, when... No, Arald- not likely. Well, when Araldus Chapman goes on um, Instagram and he starts favoring photos that are anti-Girardi and then has to go back and get rid of them because he got caught doing that, that's one thing. Um, I don't know how much man- management had uh, what happened to the old man would say uh bronx zoo yeah but don't forget i mean there's also a bit of history with this buck showalter brought the yankees to the postseason in 95 they lost a heartbreaker in the divisional series to the mariners he was fired right after the season and they brought in joe torrey george steinbrenner wasn't it right it was but so there's a couple there's these kids are no george no no they're not well i I think it's convenient that he goes to the marlins I, but it, would he? Well, first of all, would Girardi go back to some place he's sure. already done? He he could. With Jeter, and what That's do you? A great way to go. Okay, so what do you do with Matt? Does Mattingly? Do you basically trade managers? Is Mattingly going to be the new Yankees head coach? Because manager? Because here's the thing you have to think about. Now that wow, you've gotten rid, interesting. Now that you've gotten rid of Girardi. Who do you? Because here's the other thing: it's either the relationship was so beyond repair with Girardi that they couldn't have him, or there is a can't miss, must have, don't let this guy get out of our grasp manager somewhere that they can just scoop up. Now, is it Mattingly? Is it somebody in the farm system? Is it somebody on the staff? Or is it somebody? Are they going after Dusty Baker? Stay tuned. Because he's terrible with the bullpen Dusty arms. Dusty Baker, no. He's terrible. How about, that? How about he was he hung around seven, nine days, whatever, in Washington. The day he leaves, they send him a message. Yeah, he's fired. I mean, they could have told him any time in a week, in a week's time. But, I d- but this game, this game's cruel. It is, and Dusty's been around long enough. But he's terrible with bullpens. He's terrible with pitching staffs. If you ask any new San Francisco Giant fan who's old yeah. enough to remember the nineteen ninety, 1990- he's proved it. He's proved it. When you ask any Giant fan from the nineteen from about the nineteen ninety three season where they won a hundred and two games and did not make. The playoffs that year, 102 it was games. His fault. 
Well, then he because he threw out a rookie, Solomon Torres, every fifth day for the last month. And and he, <laughs> he just he couldn't handle the pressure. I mean, there's at least oh, one or two games God. that they lost there because of a rookie. I mean, this is a guy who left Russ Ortiz out too long in game six yeah, of the so 2002. It's time to go, you know, time to retire. So when he's terrible with bullpens, I mean, his decision-making against the Cubs, bringing in, uh, I mean, just terrible, terrible. So Dusty, I, right. he's a great— He got what he deserved. Uh, to an extent. I, do, I don't dislike Dusty. I'm glad he's not in my division anymore. But what about would Girardi go to the Nats? I don't think so, but they might be so desperate that they would have to reach out, try to get I got I got to see him eliminated in Florida first. True. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how long Mattingly's contract is up. I mean, that, that right. would just be awkward. Hey, listen, he found a way out of L.A., and that looked like a cake situation. It did, but now it's looking good. So Mac to the World Series, so the Los Angeles yeah. Dodgers and the Houston Astros in the World Series. A fantastic two games so far in L.A. The pomp and circumstance, the stars were out at uh, Chavez Ravine. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has now shed his uh, can't-perform-in-the-postseason uh, monkey off his back. Fantastic game one. They won 3-1 three, uh, three to one on home runs. All the runs by the in the in that game were scored by the home run. Um. And then last night, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night, um, they had again with the home run. Jock Peterson, Corey Seager, they were up three to one over the Astros. I thought the game was over at that point. I actually even kind of turned it off for a little while. What inning we're talking now? When when all the crazy stuff started? Uh, The eighth. The eighth. eighth, That's when they brought it back within one. um, A double by I think it was Springer. Now you're thinking, wait a minute, this is getting close. Three to two, but then they bring in uh, Kenley Jansen. I mean, he had a 27 inning scoreless streak to start his to start his postseason career, right? Because it's he's he's still young enough. So, but first pitcher or first batter, o two pitch, left it out over. And also, I gotta say, the ball was flying. Now you are currently on location out in California. How is the weather out there, Dad? Oh, it's been warm. I mean. I mean, L.A., I'm outside L.A. Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, yesterday it was like 94 or something. It never gets like that. Game one. And, you know, it's legendary, right, to heat 100 and something. Yeah, the ball must have been like Chicago, the ball flying. Yeah, because yeah, the hotter the air, the uh, or the warmer the, the air. the fans are pumped. L.A. fans are pumped. Dodger fans feel, feel they got it all. Yeah, 103 degrees was the uh, f- uh, first pitch for uh, game one, the hottest uh, World Series game ever recorded. And, and the first, was it the first pitch? Was it a home run? No. No, not the first pitch. No, oh, no, no. Second one? No, no, no. Not even. The Astros yeah. didn't score for the first the, couple the, innings. The Dodgers I'm talking about. Oh, oh yeah, Chris Taylor. His first, yes, the Dodgers. It was a leadoff home run for Chris Taylor. In the Taylor. first game. Yes, in the first game. They they had an early one nothing lead. So second game, eighth inning, they pull within one. Ninth inning, George, um, uh, Mar- Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, hit a opposite field home run because yeah, balls were flying left and right opposite Ballard field. Side, right? Yeah, um, opposite field to tie the game. They go into the bottom, uh, the top of the tenth. Jose Altuve yeah. leads off with a home run. Uh, they figure that's it. That that could be it, right? They there. they go up five three. Their closer blows it in the ninth after a <laughs> Yasiel Puig home run that brings it within one. And then a run-scoring double by Kiki Hernandez continuing his hot streak from the NLCS. And this game is tied 5-5. And then in the bottom of the inning, Carlos Correa, the hero of the game, hits a two-run homer after Cameron Mabin 
steals. So they at the uh, after Giles gave up the home run, uh, the run, the tying run. That's way too much action! Wow. Ooh, it was the craziest, wildest last four innings of a World Series game. I think you Perfect. might you might have seen since you know '86. I think, right. but okay. Ken, but it uh, AJ Hinch very very clever. He takes out Giles after he gives up the tying run in the in the uh, right. bottom of the tenth. Double switches in with Cameron Mabin. Cameron Mabin comes in for um, defensive purposes, but also he leads off the inning. He's a former leadoff hitter with the Angels. He gets right. on base, steals the base, which by the way now a uh, free taco on. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, November 1st, a free uh, Doritos Locos Tacos, uh, two to five by Taco Bell, not a sponsor. The, um, <laughs> nice. So uh, he steals the base, kind of catches uh, Josh Fields off guard, and he gives up a two-run homer to Carlos Correa there. Amaz- oh, man. Yeah, they're great. And that was with two outs, too. So yeah, they, They're ahead by one. They're ahead by two. And then uh, Chris uh, Culberson... Uh, the outfielder, he hit a home run to bring it within one, and Yasiel Puig was the last batter of the game. He who hit a he home swung, run. He swung at a bad pitch. So. Well, I mean, he's he's Puig. I mean, he came into the league from Cuba. He was a bad ball hitter, and then they started to catch up with him, and now he's a good ball hitter, but he got through a nasty pitch, and Houston actually won a game on the road. They haven't won a game on the road since the elimination game against the Red Sox. In game, this is big, yeah. This is real big. So now they go to Houston, where the place will be absolutely pumping Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. They should, yeah. It's going to be big. This is going to be quite a weekend for the uh, for the Astros. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, Justin Verlander had another incredible start, but he gave up the home run to Jock Peterson, and then started to fall apart. After he was taken out of the game, he actually came back out to the dugout, rallying, screaming, wasn't he? Rallying his teammates. I mean, I. I, I'm a big Justin Verlander fan. Always have been. I mean, yeah, he, he's effective. He's effective. He's he's going to be an all-time pitcher. You want him on your team? I, w- I would love to have Justin Verlander sure. on my team. It'd be great. Um, and then hockey and basketball just started. It's the early going. Uh, Lonzo Ball is not quite setting the uh, basketball world on fire, but is his dad quiet? That's the main. No, thing. no, no. Of course, his dad isn't quiet, but he's also not loud enough that you'll you're hearing what he's saying. So. Perfect. That works out well. It's still early in that go. So, all right, Dad. Well, have fun on location in California. Enjoy yourself. Uh, it's fun, son. It really is. Everyone should be here. It's gorgeous. And enjoy those uh, those games that end early. You know, the the Thursday night game started for it's what? It's hard to get used to. Five thirty for you. The game's going to be over yeah. by nine thirty. You're At still eight thirty. Have... It's game's over. I'm tired, and uh, you know, it's a nice, <laughs> still young. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, Dad. Well, thank you very much. Okay, this is exciting. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. All right. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit EverymanSports.Podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at EverymanSports at gmail.com.